Of course, she picked the most expensive one. <laughs> but uh, the most expensive and most time consuming. But I think I know where she gets that from. <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Kids learn better by doing and being active. Finding the right activities for them can be challenging, but also very important or rewarding for you and your kids. You can keep them engaged and busy while aiding them to develop their skills. Today, we are going to provide three major benefits to keeping your children involved in extracurricular activities. We will also go into our own background our family activities, and some fun summer activity suggestions for those of you looking for help. Welcome to another episode of the Family Order Podcast, and this is the sixth part of our eight-part summer series on parenting. Today's discussion is about keeping your kids and yourself busy with all the activities that we have out there at our disposal. Activities with your kids help to deepen conversations and to strengthen your bond with your kids. Not just that, but also remember that extra activities for kids will build their self-esteem and autonomy. We need to ensure that we cultivate skills with our children, such as initiative, discipline, patience, poise, tenacity, and many more. If we can provide opportunities for kids to work on these skills in a fun and positive manner, it can have lasting effects on a child's performance in their academics and as a fully functioning adult. So our experiences as kid, I was probably a little bit more involved in activities than Ben was. I wasn't overly involved in activities. I did a lot with my church through high school. I was a cheerleader in high school. I did dance, yearbook. When I was younger, I did attempt to do like t-ball and things like that. I typically always had an activity, but not really more than one, quite honestly. Well, we were in small towns. We didn't have as many options. Mm-hmm. And it also didn't seem like when we were growing up, there was as much of a push to have all the kids in just so many activities. Coming to Kansas City, it seems like there's a, you, if a you major... If you name it, there is a group for it. Right. Yeah. I also started working the day I turned 14 as well. So I always had a job at the same time as doing an extracurricular activity. These things cost money. So we didn't exactly grow up with a ton of money at our disposal in our family. So I was involved in a few things when I was really young. Started some t-ball, did some flag football, a little bit of Cub Scouts. There might have been a season of soccer, maybe two. Nothing that lasted very long. As uh, as I got older, I wasn't able to be involved in a lot of these activities. More importantly, I think it's it's interesting because I always sort of longed for going to a camp or doing something fun to kind of get out there a little bit more. But I was also more introverted. It was difficult as I got older to 
make new friends and, you know, well, even keep friends from a young age because you've got to do stuff with people to make friends. Usually you don't make friends by sitting around the house. So I made friends at church camp from other states that I Mm -hmm. even would go and visit them at other times throughout the year besides just when we would meet up at church camps. And they're still friends that, you know, we're Facebook friends nowadays and stuff like that. So we still know what each other has kind of going on. And then even in our younger years, ended up making friends with people from like rival schools that we were young grade schoolers. We didn't realize we were rival schools until we all ended up in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine if we had Facebook back then. I know, right? (laughs) Would have been really interesting. Yeah. But of course, we gained a lot of skills from it. Even working at a young age, I I learned Mm -hmm. a lot about being an entrepreneur, even working for a small business and stuff like that. And then of course, with extracurricular activities, it gave me some sort of physical movement. Yeah. (laughs) But I will say when it came, when it comes to yearbook and being involved in yearbook in school, I use some of that Mm -hmm. design ideas Even so today in my job, it's really funny when I think back to how we designed the yearbook and what went into that, that I still kind of think about some of the the layouts and content that way to make it visually appealing. So that laid a groundwork for what I'm doing now (laughs) in a way. I think that would be something important to have our kids involved in. Speaking of our kids, what do we have KJ involved in right now? KJ's involved in piano. Swimming, cheer, Girl Scouts, and we've done some other things in the past. Just for some context. So her piano... Those are current things. Yeah, those are current things. For piano, she takes that lesson online. Her piano teacher's actually actually in Calgary, which she she thinks is really stinking cool. And that's just 30 minutes a week. She does practice 30 minutes a day during the school week and then gets on a lesson Mm -hmm. once a week. Swimming, that was two weeks during the summer. We think it's important for her to keep up on her Red Cross swimming and to continue to build on those skills. That was less of a social thing, more Mm. of a, you need to know how to swim and swim properly, and we want to keep building that every year. Exactly. Cheer, we're just getting started in. We haven't even started practices yet. but kind of late to the game on this Late to the game on that one, but it's going to definitely be a time commitment. That's at least three days a week. Well, it was a money commitment just for, you know, (laughs) all the stuff, right? And it's probably not the biggest thing out there that you could possibly think of, but she had friends already involved, Mm -hmm. and we felt like this was important, something that she might stick with. Yeah. Girl Scouts is something that she started when she was still in public school in kindergarten, And I'm the troop leader as well. So that is a way for her to still be connected with her public school friends. And it's also her civil duty, we feel like. That's a very important thing for her to be involved in as part of a civil duty, understanding how the world works. (laughs) And how to contribute to your community. Mm -hmm. Small example was something like we sat down and went through the process or what it would what would be involved in trying to get a crosswalk at our nearby park and there's just little things like that that the scouts can really help with but Mm -hmm. you can find other things like that too Mm -hmm. but that that's a really good low barrier of entry to trying to get them involved Mm -hmm. and thinking about their community which kj has a big heart she wants Mm -hmm. to help homeless people she wants to help people that have a sign that says they lost their job she always wants to help any stray cat she ever sees on the street (laughs) <laughs> or any anything else. She she always wants to help people out. 
So I think we have a really good mixture of intellectual, physical, yeah. and community <clears throat> involvement in Cadence's activities. I don't think that she is overbooked at all. Some weeks ten it seems like things kind of pile up sometimes <laughs> on certain yeah, weeks, sure. but across the board it's pretty spread out. And a couple things I didn't really plan on calling out, but it made me think of it, is that we definitely try to get her involved in something physical beyond even just cheer right now or swimming is exercising. She mm-hmm. really, you know, has done a little bit of yoga. We've done some little workout classes online or on YouTube. There's tons of programs out there with workouts for kids of all different ages. They make it fun. They put music to it. But we also have her ride her bike several Even times a week. Even for kids who aren't homeschooled, like let's think about the public school kids right now. Mm-hmm. They need to be doing this stuff. The summer, the summer slide is a real thing. And when Cadence was in public school during the summer, she was sent to a private school and Mm -hmm. was able to really keep up on that and not go into the summer slide too much. But some of her friends, I even see that, and and me as a kid too, I mean, basically the summer was let's run around and go to the pool every day. Kids need a little bit more. That's why it's so hard to get back into the groove of things. And so for us, we never really get out of the groove. We read a lot of books together. And there's all sorts of other activities that we can do. And another good idea is to take your kid to a volunteer opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's something really important for them to see and to have this sense of giving back. Mm -hmm. Do that with your work. Ben does that with his work. They do a lot of philanthropy. Obviously, we do that a lot with Girl Scouts. And then even when I worked out of the home, bring her in on some philanthropy things. So we've touched on this already, but there are... A huge variety of activities after school or even in the summer, especially now with online and and digital. We homeschool and the dynamic is obviously very different, which we've talked about. We really worried about KJ losing touch with her friends and not getting to play and spend time with other kids her age. Right now she is typically with two adults and a baby all day. So it's important that she gets time to socialize with other kids her own age. And she definitely tries to take advantage of that whenever she can. We've certainly noticed that after a certain period of time went by, she really flourished with her activities that we decided to do and and going to the park and all these other things to socialize. Uh, She finds those opportunities too. She will Mm -hmm. seek it out. You don't even have to plan it. We have so much more visibility and oversight into the people that she's around, the people influencing her, her friends, and what they're doing. It's a little bit more of a controlled atmosphere versus school where you don't know what they're doing all day. You One don't know adult the... cannot watch 20-some-odd no. kids. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Braden's too young, but we're going to expect much of the same from from him when he gets older. He, he obviously can't be in structured activities right now. We have the same ground rules around doing a sport, some type of musical instrument or something involving music, a civic duty like what we talked about with the scouts. And I'm sure there's many more we'll find. I definitely want to encourage him to read like KJ does. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. And to write a story like she has mm-hmm. for PBS Kids. Mm-hmm. 
a couple times, so that's been a fun activity. And many more. Just because he's a boy, I don't want to just push him into sports. Yeah. I think it would be great if he did some sort of yearbook, journalism, something, reading, writing. I think boys especially need a little bit of extra encouragement in that area. Don't just focus an activity on your child's weaknesses, but instead their strengths. If the focus is on their weakness, the activity will start to feel like a punishment rather than a fun activity. Mm-hmm. KJ was a great example with soccer. Yeah. Right? It was like... You- we live in Johnson County, okay, Overland Park, and like soccer is like the thing here. Okay, we have amazing soccer complexes. We really do. I don't know. I think Cornhole is now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and we have so many um, different leagues and, and things that you can complexes be... Complexes even, complexes. like big parks. Yeah, yeah. so when Cadence was four, we got her all garbed out in soccer stuff because, you know, we wanted her to, to be with the crowd, obviously, and it was a physical activity, and we thought she really would love it. And she was excited the first, like, two maybe three games yeah, <laughs> yeah but, and then and then she was like nah this isn't for me <laughs> it was like pulling teeth getting her to get her yeah. stuff on and get going mm-hmm. not something she not something she wanted. she's more really into like that. dance and gymnastics and now if she gets older and wants to do soccer or volleyball she does love volleyball we just haven't had the opportunity to be on a team yet then we will definitely encourage that but many parents look for activities that not only keep their child busy, but also build on their skills and achievement. While practicing specific skill sets is important, brain growth happens more so with free play. So allowing a child to engage in daily, safe, adult-supervised free play will encourage the development of creative skills resulting in better brain function. A good example of this, and this is obviously something that Brayden does a lot, is free play most of the day. (laughs) And then Cadence joining in too is when we send them out, you know, on their play set. Cadence will come up with so many different games for them to play that are in her mind, like Flora's Lava or (laughs) things like that. And that's creativity developing in their mind. And Brayden is seeing that. Not only that, but it's been found that many extracurricular activities help a child develop emotionally as well. So being involved in sports is a great example because kids must learn to be a part of a team and to compete. So what does that teach them specifically? It teaches them how to be cooperative with other kids and have a team focus versus just an individual focus. So the child needs to try and improve their performance in a productive way to help the team because the total team performance is what's important. Kids also learn about being competitive in a controlled manner. So they must learn how to fail and lose and then be engaged in battling that disappointment enough to want to overcome it by practicing and improving. So they can also learn how to be creative and how to communicate better and how to have sportsmanship and much more. And we could go into great depth about just those specific skills that are developed, such as tenacity and some toughness, some mental fortitude, but we'll save that for maybe a future podcast. Switching gears really quick, here are three benefits Two kids, especially involved in group activities. Most activities involve groups of other kids, right? So number one is teamwork. It's hard to replicate being part of a team and having to problem solve with others toward a common goal. 
sports is a, an easy example of this that we already gave. Some kids really shine and take the lead and become a good teammate, right? Some become a leader, some become a good teammate, right? You can't have a leader without followers or teammates. But this has some crossover into the workplace as well when one becomes an adult. Number two, the second benefit to kids is developing social skills. We've touched on this a little bit already, but kids will learn how to talk to people, how to deal with conflict. This involves new people or people maybe they already are familiar with. So in some cases, kids will even have to internalize that they aren't the center of the universe. (laughs) Wow. Sharing and compromise are also very useful skills as a kid gets older, even as an adult. Number three. Number three is the application of the skills that they're learning. Kids will learn more on how to apply skills that they learn when they get engaged and involved. As an adult, project work at the job is something that advances one's skills versus just doing the recurring, monotonous daily work behind a computer. This can not only teach someone new skills, but also provide an opportunity to display those skills to others, i.e. your teammates, management, leadership, whatever that may be. These special projects tend to kind of bring out the best in people. Some activities cost money with your kids, and honestly, others can be just free. Free kids' activities help you spend quality time with your child without the pressure to spend money, such as catching fireflies or things like that. As you plan to incorporate these free kids' activities into your time together, remember what's most important about quality time is what comes after. Making memories is something that no parent should ever overlook. Remember that fun, fun is the fuel that drives the developmental engine of the brain and may be what distinguishes it from child's experiences at school. If you are interested or if you enjoy a certain activity, you tend to stick with it longer and you retain more of the information and the skills needed. Make sure that whatever direction you decide to take your kid, make sure they are on board. Are they interested in a specific activity? Why? What will they learn from it? Is there a social aspect to it? And let them decide, too. Sure. That was something we, we did with Cadence. Get their buy-in. Number one, we couldn't afford to do all the activities she wanted to. Number two, just time did not allow right. to do all the activities. Right. So she had to pick. Do you want to do volleyball and be on a volleyball team? Do you want to do cheer? Do you want to do rock climbing was one that she yeah. came up with. And then the other was <laughs> trampoline and tumbling, which would kind of help her cheer a little bit, but we couldn't do both at the same time. So she had to go through, not even the cost aside, she kind of had to go through and evaluate what she wanted to do. To close out, I will say that we have found that kids will make new friends, and you don't need to force that. They're good at making friends. Doing activities, it can certainly strengthen their social skills and join them together with potential lifelong friends. Doing something that doesn't last is still better than doing nothing at all. This week's call to order is to look at the schedules for you and your kids. Do you have too much packed in there? Do you not have enough? The more important question is, do you have the right activities for your child? Take time this week to evaluate the activities that your child is involved in and whether it's meaningful to them and what the purpose of the activity is. If it's not teaching your child a meaningful skill or advancing them towards a longer-term goal, it might just be keeping them busy. 
That's okay too, but your kids should be learning life lessons as well that will help them become a productive and fully functioning adult. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.